Welcome to the Bible 365 podcast. My name is Randy Gudo, and it is day 351. Our reading for today is coming from Nahum chapters 1 through 3, Revelation chapter 8, Psalm chapter 136, and Proverbs chapter 30, verses 7 through 9. The translation I'm using throughout this podcast is the English Standard Version, also known as the ESV, and our format is the one-year Bible. Let's read. Nahum chapter 1. An oracle concerning Nineveh, the book of the vision of Nahum of Elkosh. The Lord is a jealous and avenging God. The Lord is avenging and wrathful. The Lord takes vengeance on His adversaries and keeps wrath for His enemies. The Lord is slow to anger and great in power, and the Lord will by no means clear the guilty. His way is in whirlwind and storm, and the clouds are the dust of His feet. He rebukes the sea and makes it dry. He dries up all the rivers. Bashan and Carmel wither. The bloom of Lebanon withers. The mountains quake before Him. The hills melt. The earth heaves before Him. The world and all who dwell in it. Who can stand before His indignation? Who can endure the heat of His anger? His wrath is poured out like fire, and the rocks are broken into pieces by Him. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. He knows those who take refuge in Him. But with an overflowing flood, He will make a complete end of the adversaries and will pursue His enemies into darkness. What do you plot against the Lord? He will make a complete end. Trouble will not rise up a second time. For they are like entangled thorns, like drunkards as they drink. They are consumed like stubble, fully dried. From you came one who plotted evil against the Lord, a worthless counselor. Thus says the Lord, Though they are at full strength and many, they will be cut down and pass away. Though I have afflicted you, I will afflict you no more. And now I will break his yoke from off you and will burst your bonds apart. The Lord has given commandment about you. No more shall your name be perpetuated. From the house of your gods I will cut off the carved image and the metal image. I will make your grave, for you are vile. Behold, upon the mountains the feet of him who brings good news, who publishes peace. Keep your feast, O Judah. Fulfill your vows, for never again shall the worthless pass through you. He is utterly cut off. Nahum chapter 2 The scatterer has come up against you. Man the ramparts, watch the road, dress for battle, collect all your strength. For the Lord is restoring the majesty of Jacob as the majesty of Israel, for plunderers have plundered them and ruined their branches. The shield of his mighty men is red, his soldiers are clothed in scarlet, the chariots come with flashing metal on the day he musters them. The cypress spears are brandished, the chariots race madly through the streets, they rush to and fro through the squares, they gleam like torches. They dart like lightning. He remembers his officers. They stumble as they go. They hasten to the wall. The siege tower is set up. The river gates are opened. The palace melts away. Its mistress is stripped. She is carried off. Her slave girls lamenting, moaning like doves and beating their breast. Nineveh is like a pool whose waters run away. Halt! Halt! They cry. But none turns back. Plunder the silver. Plunder the gold. There is no end of the treasure or of the wealth of all precious things. Desolate, desolation and ruin, hearts melt and knees tremble. Anguish is in all loins, all faces grow pale. Where is the lion's den, the feeding place of the young lions, where the lion and lioness went, where his cubs were, with none to disturb? The lion tore enough for his cubs and strangled prey for his lionesses. He filled his caves with prey and his dens with torn flesh. 
Behold, I am against you, declares the Lord of hosts, and I will burn your chariots in smoke, and the sword shall devour your young lions. I will cut off your prey from the earth, and the voice of your messengers shall no longer be heard. Nahum chapter 3. Woe to the bloody city, all full of lies and plunder, no end to the prey, the crack of the whip and rumble of the wheel, galloping horse and bounding chariot, horsemen charging, flashing sword and glittering spear, host of slain, heads of corpses, dead bodies without end, they stumble over the bodies, and all for the countless whorings of the prostitute, graceful and of deadly charms, who betrays nations with her whorings and peoples with her charms. Behold, I am against you, declares the Lord of hosts, and will lift up your skirts over your face, and I will make nations look at your nakedness and kingdoms at your shame. I will throw filth at you and treat you with contempt and make you a spectacle. And all who look at you will shrink from you and say, Wasted is Nineveh, who will grieve for her? Where shall I seek comforters for you? Are you better than Thebes that sat by the Nile, with water around her, her rampart a sea, and water her wall? Cush was her strength, Egypt too, and that without limit. Put and the Libyans were her helpers, yet she became an exile. She went into captivity. Her infants were dashed in pieces at the head of every street. For her honored men, lots were cast, and all her great men were bound in chains. You also will be drunken. You will go into hiding. You will seek a refuge from the enemy. All your fortresses are like fig trees with first ripe figs. If shaken, they fall into the mouth of the eater. Behold, your troops are women in your midst. The gates of your land are wide open to your enemies. Fire has devoured your bars. Draw water for the siege. Strengthen your forts. Go into the clay. Tread the mortar. Take hold of the brick mold. There will the fire devour you. The sword will cut you off. It will devour you like the locust. Multiply yourselves like the locust. Multiply like the grasshopper. You increase your merchants more than the stars of the heavens. The locust spreads its wings and flies away. Your princes are like grasshoppers. Your scribes like clouds of locusts settling on the fences in a day of cold. When the sun rises, they fly away. No one knows where they are. Your shepherds are asleep, O king of Assyria. Your nobles slumber. Your people are scattered on the mountains with none to gather them. There is no easing your hurt. Your wound is grievous. All who hear the news about you clap their hands over you. For upon whom has not come your unceasing evil? Revelation chapter 8. When the Lamb opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. Then I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and seven trumpets were given to them. And another angel came and stood at the altar with a golden censer. And he was given much incense to offer with the prayers of all the saints on the golden altar before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints rose before God from the hand of the angel. Then the angel took the censer and filled it with fire from the altar and threw it on the earth. And there were peals of thunder, rumblings, flashes of lightning, and an earthquake. Now the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared to blow them. The first angel blew his trumpet, and there followed hell and fire mixed with blood, and these were thrown upon the earth. And a third of the earth was burned up, and a third of the trees were burned up, and all green grass was burned up. 
The second angel blew his trumpet, and something like a great mountain, burning with fire, was thrown into the sea. And a third of the sea became blood. A third of the living creatures in the sea died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. The third angel blew his trumpet, and a great star fell from heaven, blazing like a torch. And it fell on a third of the rivers and on the springs of water. The name of the star is Wormwood. A third of the waters became Wormwood, and many people died from the water, because it had been made bitter. The fourth angel blew his trumpet, and a third of the sun was struck, and a third of the moon, and a third of the stars, so that a third of their light might be darkened, and a third of the day might be kept from shining, and likewise a third of the night. Then I looked, and I heard an eagle crying with a loud voice as it flew directly overhead, Woe, woe, woe to those who dwell on the earth, at the blast of the other trumpets that the three angels are about to blow. Psalm chapter 136. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods, for His steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords, for His steadfast love endures forever. To Him who alone does great wonders, for His steadfast love endures forever. To Him who by understanding made the heavens, for His steadfast love endures forever. To Him who spread out the earth above the waters, for His steadfast love endures forever. To Him who made the great lights, for His steadfast love endures forever. The sun to rule over the day, for His steadfast love endures forever. The moon and stars to rule over the night, for His steadfast love endures forever. To Him who struck down the firstborn of Egypt, for His steadfast love endures forever, and brought Israel out from among them, for His steadfast love endures forever. With a strong hand and an outstretched arm, for His steadfast love endures forever. To Him who divided the Red Sea in two, for His steadfast love endures forever, and made Israel pass through the midst of it, for His steadfast love endures forever. But overthrew Pharaoh and his host in the Red Sea, for His steadfast love endures forever. To Him who led His people through the wilderness, for His steadfast love endures forever. To Him who struck down great kings, for His steadfast love endures forever, and killed mighty kings, for His steadfast love endures forever. Sion, king of the Amorites, for His steadfast love endures forever, and Og, king of Bashan, for His steadfast love endures forever, and gave their land as a heritage, for His steadfast love endures forever, a heritage to Israel His servant, for His steadfast love endures forever. It is He who remembered us in our lowest state, for His steadfast love endures forever, and rescued us from our foes, for His steadfast love endures forever. He who gives food to all flesh, for His steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of heaven, for His steadfast love endures forever. Proverbs chapter 30, verses 7 through 9. Two things I ask of you, deny them not to me before I die. Remove far from me falsehood and lying. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food that is needful for me, lest I be full and deny you and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and profane the name of my God. Today's devotional is coming from the book of Nahum. Now, Nahum takes place about a hundred years after Jonah. Jonah goes to Nineveh and he prophesies. He delivers a strong rebuke. Everyone repented, the entire city. And God had mercy. Now it's about a hundred years later, Nahum shows up 
and he prophesies Nineveh did not repent and they were judged, they were wiped out. Now there's a few verses here that I want to read and there's one that really stands out because it reads much different than all the ones we're going to read before it. And I'm going to go quickly. So Nahum chapter 1, verses 2 through 7. The Lord is a jealous and avenging God. The Lord is avenging and wrathful. The Lord takes vengeance on his adversaries and keeps wrath for his enemies. The Lord is slow to anger and great in power, and the Lord will by no means clear the guilty. His way is in whirlwind and storm, and the clouds are the dust of his feet. He rebukes the sea and makes it dry. He dries up all the rivers. Bashan and Carmel wither. The bloom of Lebanon withers. The mountains quake before him. The hills melt. The earth heaves before him, the world and all who dwell in it. Who can stand before his indignation? Who can endure the heat of his anger? His wrath is poured out like fire, and the rocks are broken into pieces by him. Okay, this is so heavy. We know that God is a loving God. We read today in Psalms that his steadfast love endures forever. And there's no real way to describe God's love. It's far different than human love. His mercy, his compassion, how do you measure that? Well, in the same vein of things, how do you measure the wrath of God? You don't know what wrath is until you've incurred the wrath of God. I mean, he rebukes the sea and makes it completely dry. He dries up all the rivers. The mountains themselves quake before him. Hills melt before him. Even the earth itself heaves before him, the world and all who dwell in it. Rightfully, verse 6 says, Who can stand before his indignation? Who can endure the heat of his anger? Now, it's important that we look at this today because we are living in a time where the world is upside down. It's crazy. There are apocalyptic things that are taking place on a worldwide level that have never been experienced before. How long before our countries experience the wrath of God? Well, what can we do in this situation? You can hold on to verse 7 because I haven't read it yet. Verse 7, right after all these very strong verses, we get verse 7 that says, The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. He knows those who take refuge in Him. The NLT says it like this, he is close to those who trust in him. Take courage in this, that the Lord is good and that he is your strong refuge when trouble comes. Why do we act so surprised when trouble comes? The Bible says very clearly, trouble's gonna come, but we can be encouraged. Why? Because he is our strong refuge, a stronghold in the day of trouble. And not only that, but he knows those who take refuge in him. He is close to those who trust in him. Let's pray. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus, and we declare today with Nahum, the Lord is good, our stronghold in the day of trouble. You know those who take refuge in you, and today we declare that we take refuge in you. You are our hiding place. God, we love you so much. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your compassion. And God, all your judgments are righteous and they are true. In wrath, remember mercy. Let mercy triumph over judgment. Have mercy on all of our countries, over the world. Bring freedom, bring salvation, bring deliverance. 
Draw us close by the presence of your Holy Spirit and reveal your Son to us. We ask all these things in the precious name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. Well, I sure hope that you enjoyed today's devotional. If you're getting something out of the Bible 365 podcast, consider sharing it with your family and with your friends. Please continue to pray for me. I'm praying for you. Have a great day, everyone, and I will see you tomorrow with day 352.